0: What up, what up, Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing awesome and taking care of yourselves. Welcome back. I hope you guys are having a great day and always staying curious. I've I've been listening to all kinds of different podcasts and listening in to all kinds of different stories ranging from... Uh, The Lindley Street haunting back in the 80s uh, and 70s um, that took place in Connecticut. I've been doing some research on a really interesting take on Bigfoot as well as some wormholes. So I wanted to put together um, a a short little montage about um, this really interesting wormhole story um, that I came across that happened in Columbia of all places back in 2018. Um, And there's a little video about it. Now, you may or may not have seen this video, and that's okay. Um, This video really shows uh, what appears to be a wormhole or a Stargate like thing forming in the tunnels that are being dug by the Colombian government. So they're basically working on this project that goes through a mountain. Okay, they're digging through a mountain, and in this and during the time of this construction, they're going through this mountain and they've dug a tunnel into it. What we see in this video is this amazing whooshing of one section of the, the tunnel and then another whooshing way down towards the entrance of the tunnel. And it's on a rhythmic uh, timetable. So it, just, it, it like opens up, closes, opens up way down the lane, like, you know, hundreds of feet down. And it keeps whooshing, and we're gonna we're gonna look at uh, an, another interesting aspect of the Bigfoot phenomenon, which may actually be causing some of these uh, really interesting wormholes to appear on Earth. So we'll get into it. Um, by the way, FYI, um, thank you for liking, sharing, and subscribing to the podcast. Please continue to share, mm-hmm. follow, like, subscribe. Doesn't cost anything. It helps out the podcast tremendously. So thank you, um, and uh, what, what what would you get uh, Bigfoot for his uh, for Christmas? Big shoes, big gloves, or uh, I don't know, maybe some Jack Link's beef jerky. Anyway, I apologize. My brain kind of goes crazy. Let's get to the video. Let's go check it out. So hopefully you're watching on spotify if not come check us out on spotify we've got some awesome videos here so check this out and we'll we'll get right on down to it here
1: northwest columbia may seventeenth, two 2018 construction workers are underground working on a government building project inside what seems like an ordinary tunnel Something incomprehensible happens.
0: That so you can tell there's no water, okay? These guys are driving. There's no water. What, what we begin to see almost looks like water, kind of like the event horizon of the Stargate.
1: None of them have ever seen before. Look at this. It's as if the, Did you the see tunnel that? has come alive and it's breathing.
0: Look at that. Like you said, it looks like the tunnel has come alive and it's breathing. There's a point here where... It starts to breathe and starts to lift up what appears to be dirt, dust. I'm not 100% sure, but it is really bizarre. And then way down towards the entrance, another portion opens up. It's almost as if the the entire cave is being tested for a, a wormhole or something's trying to come through.
1: The tunnel seems to move as a cloud, repeatedly and very suddenly appearing and disappearing. Workers who witness it are terrified, including Juan Antonio Sanchez.
0: The ground started to roar, like the sound of a lion, and it seemed like the tunnel would collapse. We were very scared. We were scared for our lives. So here we see the tunnel again.
1: Pulsing energy baffles
0: scientists. There's also this booming sound that's associated with it.
1: Is this dangerous? Is the whole thing going to collapse?
0: What the hell's going on here?
1: Physicist Chad Orzel reviews the footage and considers an incredible theory.
0: There's a very regular pulsation, so it seems like something must be controlling it. If you were going to imagine an intergalactic portal to a distant galaxy, this is what it would look like. <laughs> so that's what I like is to hear stories from you know physicists to see what they think about it, and then kind of give us a, a larger scope of you know how how do we understand what we're seeing. So what's really interesting is is that this phenomena is not just limited to Columbia; it's actually all around the world, even down in Tennessee. On Into the Vortex, on Gaia, there's a really great um, clip here that I'm going to show you where there's uh, a image of what appears to be a vortex forming. And um, Jimmy Church is the host. He's a great host. And he's talking to uh, one of the producers that actually pr- that worked on uh, Stephen Greer's uh, films and I believe in James Fox's films as well about UFO research. And now he's moving and turning towards... Uh, a Bigfoot production which is going to come out hopefully next year uh, but they let us see an inside quick sneak peek into this vortex so um, let's check this out and see what you think it's it's only a, a, a one single shot but he also shows a few different images of Bigfoot which I think are interesting and then what ends up happening to this photo journalist um, that that this producer is working with, he, it's really interesting. He actually, he actually predicts his own death because they find out that there's a whole bunch of EMF, electromagnetic frequencies, going on in this area. So check this out. Now, I've got, I've got a still shot I want to show you from your film. And took a look at this piece of footage, and we grabbed this shot. And I cannot unsee what I see in this image. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to describe what I see. I see the entrance to a wormhole. Now see, it's blurry right here. It's blurry right in the center, okay? And it looks like what appears to be kind of like a swirling, and then it appears to be something something behind it. It could, you know, in this day and age, it, it really could be. AI, it really could be some BS made up, but this, the, the gentleman who's the photojournalist on this is really trying to keep a good name for himself. He's, he's actually captured quite a few Bigfoot images as well, which they are going to show in just a second. Um, so you'll be able to see. So they're going to talk about this for a moment and then we'll go on to Bigfoot. All some type of portal, some type of vortex on this path in the middle of the forest. And I see a doorway And I've seen the footage, and I see uh, something moving around in and out of that doorway. Am I imagining this, or is this what we see here?
1: That is actually what we see here. So, unfortunately, I can't show you the entire clip right now. Our film is still in production, and uh, this is going to be making its debut in our film. But this was shot by an amazing researcher and author named uh, Scott Carpenter in the Tennessee National Forest near Knoxville. And we spent uh, a week filming with him a couple months ago. And so what he used to do is he would put a GoPro on his shoulder facing behind him and go into the forest, and he, would, he captured all kinds of them. Am-
0: Look at this. Looks like a big old Bigfoot or a big fat Ewok, one or the other. But Scott Carpenter is the guy who captured this.
1: Amazing uh, shots of uh, Bigfoot,
0: a white Bigfoot at one point. Look at this beast. It looks like it's got two eyes, maybe a hand. It's coming out, I mean, in a mouth. I mean, it's really quite fascinating.
1: I mean, uh, poking its head out of the trees, you know, he would, you know, sort of turn his back to, uh, to urinate or to do whatever. And, you know, the Bigfoot would pop out of the trees behind him and watch him. So we started capturing this stuff. So this shot was taken on the trail in the National Forest. The camera is mounted on his shoulder, shooting behind him and you see this portal, this sort of sphere start to materialize, and then within it, this humanoid Bigfoot figure. Now, Scott took us back to this spot, um, this exact spot in the National Forest where he shot this, and we had our camera crew, and we had our EMF readers, and we were getting zero EMF readings because we're in the middle of the forest, there's no cell signal. When we got to the exact spot where this portal appeared, the EMF reader started going berserk. And it was actually warning us that there was a dangerous level of EMFs in that area. And Scott, unfortunately, made a joke at the time. He said, well, we'll see if I drop dead in a week. And tragically, he passed away about a week after that from a brain hemorrhage. I'm not saying it's connected. It was just a creepy coincidence.
0: What? This guy has been recording Bigfoot, he's been recording portals, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere he says, "Wouldn't it be weird if I just dropped dead in a week?" And he does. What the hell is going on with UFO and alien and Bigfoot researchers here? We have guys dropping dead left and right. Phil Schneider, I mean, you got Chris Carpenter, you've got a whole bunch of people who are who were, you know, visited by the MIB only to be terrorized by them and in and, and, and you know killed later this is an ongoing multi-decade you know conspiracy that has led to many deaths like anna paulina luna said uh who's representative investigating these cases that these people are are being threatened or are being killed so this is a humongous problem a humanitarian problem and a alien researcher problem um you know, it's oftentimes that I feel like I'm putting myself out there. You know, as as being, you know, a researcher and also you know a vocal advocate for for this. And you never know, you never really know. Um, but I think that with you know guys like Scott Carpenter, guys like you know the producer here and and Jimmy Church and and people who are making these um, amazing documentaries and podcasts or um, you know, episodes here, you know they're doing the good work they're doing the research and then we get these videos from columbia where we see these wormholes being discovered and it has to make you wonder right like movies like interstellar movies like stargate you know are these are these portals being created you know by an alien presence or are they a naturally occurring presence where we can go into them and go into some other timeline we've heard stories about pilots who have flown into strange constructions in the skies that look like wormholes. And when they fly into them, they find themselves hovering over airports that have planes that haven't existed for 50 to 70 years. And even some pilots who have landed in those airports and then talked with some of the workers, and they're all dressed in 50, 60, 70 year old attire, uh, talking in totally, you know, different timeline and saying, yeah, this is the 1950s, this is the 1960s, you know, what are you doing here? What, what kind of plane is this? And then the people take off, you know, the pilot will take, take off again and find the same wormhole and come back. It might be a naturally occurring event or it might be an, an occurrence where a big Bigfoot or an alien are creating these wormholes from their dimension into ours. Uh, one of the interesting things that this particular producer talks about is that um, there have been many Bigfoot sightings um, and engagements where uh, people have seen Bigfoot face to face and then they 've simply disappeared they 've simply disappeared right right in front of the people 's eyes um, the The gentleman 's name is uh, he's a director Mike Michael Mazzola, so he's tracked Bigfoot from Alaska to Arizona and Tennessee with a camera crew. Um, as they're making this video, um, or this movie, and um, yeah, they're just interviewing folks, I mean, they're talking about people who have seen Bigfoot's dematerialize right in front of them, is that a wormhole, is that creating something, I mean, they must have technology to do it, or they just have the psionic capability to do it, Um, he also talks about how um, people have been videotaping Bigfoot and they'll go behind a tree and the people will be watching them and as soon as they go behind the tree, boom, they disappear. I mean, it just makes you wonder if if there's not just certain species that have the technology to create these wormholes or if they're simply using some sort of natural methodology to create these wormholes. Lots of people are aware of the Tibetan monks that that have claimed to be able to move humongous stones simply by creating kind of like a half crescent moon around, these, around whatever they want to move and utilizing their specific type of musical instruments to create a specific frequency that allows after 10 minutes of playing or something to be able for them to move these humongous stones anywhere they want. If that's the case, then they're harnessing a natural frequency to move a humongous object if they can harness that kind of technology or that kind of capability with with simple instruments, what could Bigfoot or another species create utilizing similar harmonics or similar natural uh, occurrences that we just aren't yet aware of when we don't have the science and the technology to figure it out yet? That might be something to look at. But we do have these videos now from Columbia, from Tennessee, from all around the world, from different portals, now you know again there are there is AI out there, but the people that are coming forward with this these videos seem to be honest, they seem to be telling the truth, they seem to be scared, and it 's columbia for god 's sakes it 's not not the silicon valley it 's not even America. it is just you know simple people that are working on you know creating a tunnel in a mountain. And who knows? I mean, it's like the podcast that I've been listening to with, you know, the hauntings that have gone on and things like that. If you believe in that sort of thing, there's powers out there that we just simply don't understand. And if if there's a wormhole or a portal being created in the middle of a mountain, it might just be some sort of strange energy or even an ancient energy, you know, left behind by some creator race or, you know, a current race. That maybe we just happen to stumble upon. Keep in mind that a lot of alien bases are built in and tunneled into mountains. What if we just happened to cross them? There have been stories from Richard Doty, who's part of the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, who sta- stated that they've sometimes just stumbled upon alien bases, you know, or small alien Um, enclaves where um, they were they were they had like a small lab in a in a mountain and not even a full base but a small lab and they just happened to stumble upon them by accident um, as they were digging or as they were working on something or maybe somebody reported seeing an alien in in one of these caves that they were working on so he went down there to go check it out Um, I've done a podcast on that if you'd like to check that out so a lot of these stories really make sense when we're talking about portals and we're talking about vortexes and when we're talking about possible stargates and wormholes and all these, all these theories that, you know, go back to the time of Einstein and the Einstein Rosen bridge and folding a piece of paper on top of itself and creating a wormhole to travel right through it. Um, our understanding of time and, and space have been reported to be wrong by many, many individuals as well as aliens. Um, so our our complete understanding of it really needs to be changed and really needs to be refocused so that we can really understand what we're doing here. We think we know what we're doing. We think we have, you know, we have clocks and watches and cell phones that keep time, but time itself really is is a lot different than what we think it is in space can be folded and space can be manipulated as well. Just think about light and how it bends around a cup, you know. If you, if you have a little pencil or a paintbrush in it, it bends the object's appearance. So something as simple as a cup of water with a paintbrush in it can create an illusion that sometimes we can't comprehend, you know least maybe maybe not a a thousand years ago so anyway guys i hope you enjoyed the podcast i hope you guys are taking care of yourselves spiritually physically emotionally following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams please like follow share subscribe i really appreciate you guys listening in and just you know i want to give you guys something to chew on just a little nugget that it can that can take you through your day and you can talk about with some coworkers or friends and family that might be interested I used to work with a bunch of people who used to love just talking about alien stuff. So the, hopefully these nuggets give you something to chew on and talk talk to your co-workers or talk to your friends with. All right, guys, have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Uh, follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Locked on Universe out. Peace.